Gentlemen, I'm John. I'm Spencer. And this is The Roommate Files. So, John, I, I've been thinking lately. We need to, like, just better ourselves, you know? Yeah. So, so this is what I'm thinking. So, once we start college, I mean, once the boys are back in town yeah. and doing whatnot, and our two other roommates, I say every week we all get together and we cook one meal. And we just learn how to cook. I think that's a great idea. Good, yep. for, good for impressing the ladies. Yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, in my household growing up, you know, my dad was already the, always the guy who was cooking. And my, my, my mom could cook too, you know. But my dad was more of the chef. And I, I kind of want to be similar to that, you know. Right. But. And I, I like to cook. To be honest, it's kind of similar to chemistry for me because there's like a certain process that, that you have to do. Like you, you have to cook the meat at a certain temperature or a certain time, and you kind of have to look at it to see how long you, how much longer you need to cook it if you need to turn the heat up. It's, it's like art and, and science mixed together. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you. I mean – this whole last year, I've been cooking myself breakfast on the weekends, you know, because, right. and then like during school days, it was just like uh, sleep or eating breakfast. Usually, I chose sleep and just had some cereal in the morning. So yeah, but I just really want like for one big meal, we just we look it up, you know, find the recipe, go to whatever store we want to buy all this stuff at, get the yeah. freshest freshest gourmet items i don't even know if i'm saying that right and we just go from there yeah and try try not to get food poisoning in the process that's probably the best scenario yeah (laughs) yeah i'm into that well i mean what should we cook for the first go around i mean we all do like a lasagna. Like the lasagnas are, you you can mess them up, but they're kind of hard to mess up. I'd say, you know, because because if you get the sauce right, and then just cook everything decently, then yeah, it's definitely like there's definitely a curve. The the better you want to get it, the. Uh, the harder it is, but yeah, I agree with you. It's pretty hard to mess up. So, I think we should get a grill. A grill? Well, actually, our other two roommates, they were telling, because, you know, gr- like hot plates and, you know, of course, a grill wouldn't be allowed in dorm room per se. Like, you can have them, you just can't run them in your dorm room. But they were saying we need to fashion some sort of shelf that would then hang out of the window. Yeah. So we could set the grill on that. Honestly, I see this on the lines of you guys and your hot tub idea. I think the hot tub idea idea is much more realistic than this one, but I'm still (laughs) this one. Although, actually I'm not. Because, like, if that thing falls... That's like a serious, like, that could kill someone. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, you hang, um, let's say, like, 30 pounds of metal 
20 feet above the ground, you, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but what we could do is, all right, John, hear me out on this. We get a grill, but we then we get like two like decently sized fans, all right? And we just vent this thing out the window. Now, now we're going to have to do it kind of later in the day so people just don't see the smoke, you know? Because that's going to be obvious, like, oh, the room's burning. Call the fire department. Yeah, you're right. So we get these large fans. We cover up all the smoke detectors because we don't want the alarms going off. And we just, like, you know, grill our steaks and our burgers right there in the room, you know? You know what would be cool? What's that? We found some way to get roof access. Awesome. see this is what something i wanted to do before we left college man um our dorm room that i was in because you and i weren't roommates till this coming year but the prior year we were two other people and completely two different buildings if that um but um there was a we were on the top floor of our floor and there was a hatch to the maintenance room that got us onto the roof but it was both locked but of course you know there's two dudes on the floor that were like, oh, we can pick those locks, you know? Right. But we never did it. But I, oh, I should have done it, man. That would have been cool. It would have been pretty sweet. But, hey, we could still go there. I mean, yeah, like, we, got, we know people. <laughs> what sort of maintenance is there at night? Like, nobody wants to go there at night and, and do maintenance. Right? Yeah. yeah, I agree. So we could pick the lock. Get on the roof, build our grill up there, or get it up there some way. It wouldn't be too hard. You could just get one of those like smaller like campfire grills, or I guess they're not strictly campfire ones, but you know, like the small ones, the charcoal grills. I mean, it wouldn't be that hard. Yeah, yeah. I'm into it. So, John, on the lines of our self-improvement, um, I would also like to institute a daily broga um, time. And for bro. you, bro yoga, you know, bro and yoga. So, I mean, I'm not that flexible. I'm not a flexible guy. I can hardly touch my toes. I've been trying to work on it, but I feel like if we took the time uh, every day and did ourselves some yoga, it would really do us some good, John. Right. Uh, we could, like, get some candles, turn off all the lights, make it really weird for all of us. Yeah. You and I are other two. <laughs> we can discuss nakedness at a later time, but... Off <laughs> Oh yeah, but but I I agree. I think bro yoga would be awesome, and, and and it strengthens your muscles. It's good for bone health. There's all sorts of things that flexibility is good for. Is there any downside to yoga that you can think of? Um, the conversation probably about being naked. <laughs> Other than that, I don't think so. Yeah, I mean sweatpants. Women, I mean, it, it, I, there is no real downside I can see to this, other than it being a time constraint and our neighbors thinking we're complete weirdos, you know? 
Yeah. We'll invite them. We'll invite them, yes. But they can only come if they're naked as well. <laughs> <laughs> and to conceal everyone's identity, we'll all wear masks, right? Yes. Damn, this is becoming a great idea. <laughs> Let's move on before we uh, talk ourselves out of it. So, you had mentioned to me uh, group meditation. Meditation. So, right now, we're doing like, we're we just going to put away like three hours of our like Friday night. We're going to start with our, our meal on our grill that's hanging out the window. Go move on to our broga. And then for the final hour, we do our group meditation. That's a fantastic idea. I really like that. Yeah, Friday night. I mean, Maybe not strictly Friday night. Yeah, I mean, but but yeah, it's just one night a week dedicated to this. That'd be awesome. I'd be down. Yeah, good Maybe not us. all of it. I'm definitely pushing for this cooking thing, though. Yeah, I think that has seven. Yeah, that's a priority for sure. And we can we can cut down on our meal plans. I mean, yeah, except for just like leftover food scraps. I mean, not strictly the meal, but like. You need like an onion for a recipe. How often do you go through like an entire onion? Yeah, right. So, so did you take a meditation class or like you were part of like an organization, weren't you? On campus there. Um, I mean, I've meditated before going to college, but but there was a. Uh, a meditation club that I went to a few times. So, so what was that like? The club, uh, it, it was pretty low key. Uh, we all just sat down, listened to uh, some YouTube video, and one of them was just kind of just peaceful music. The other one was uh, this babe leading you through this uh, this meditation uh which to be honest kind of killed it kind of killed any benefit from the meditation for me because it's like don't put a hot girl on on the YouTube video and then expect me to think about nothing like seriously <laughs> I, I would too john fight hard to concentrate <laughs> so anyway i mean uh, but but the peaceful music that's always nice. Like as long as the music doesn't make me think about something else, then um, I don't really have a problem with it. But but I think I prefer just silence. Yeah, sounds you know? good. I was um, watching this one video, and they were talking about how, like, the need to be bored. Like it's good to be bored because like in day age now where you can find so much stimulus through like you know just watching video and music and just constant like just your mind running it's it's good to just like stop and like do absolutely nothing and it like drives like creativity yeah. at least this like article was talking about that I don't know. that makes sense as as you yeah I can agree yeah I mean but, when you don't have things to do, then you're going to try to come up with stuff. So, 
Makes sense. You know. I don't know. We'll just have to see. And then if we can recruit the other two roommates, just more the merrier, right? Yeah. So uh, yeah, you, this... you mentioned earlier to me that uh, you you wanted to talk with me about a moral dilemma. Yeah, yeah. This was one topic I wanted to bring up with you is the trolley problem. Have you ever heard of the trolley problem before? It sounds slightly familiar, but I, I don't remember anything. All right. So it, this will probably ring a bell. It's a pretty common, like, or it's probably the most common moral dilemma that you can hear. So um, the hypothetical goes, you are an observer at, at a train station. All right. All right. And there's a train coming to hit five people that are tied up on the railroad tracks. So this train is going to utterly demolish and kill these five people. Or you have the ability to flip a switch that would change the tracks and then hit only one person. So would you flip the switch? Yes. You would? Yeah. See, I think this is a very common answer for like engineers because it's just very like like statistical you know like um just very save one life or save five lives you know right but then but then that brings in this other problem which is pretty much fundamentally is the exact same thing is the organ problem so this person has very special organs all right john so you can choose to kill this one person for his organs to give to five other people so they may survive. Now, if you don't, these five people will die and this one person will live. I see. If you do, it will kill this one person, but these five other people would live. What would you do? Now I see the dilemma. Yeah, mm. see, it's like, it's weird. It's fundamentally... Because... Um, how I think of it, like I too would also flip the switch, you know? Yeah, I'd save one more life than five lives. Or I would, my bad. I would save five lives instead of one life, you know? You'd save five lives instead of. Yeah, I would flip the switch one life. and allow it to hit one person instead of five people. But in, like, uh, it's tricky because it's not like. You you have to choose one or the other. Like you could choose just to be a, an observer and let it hit the five people, and not like in turn kill one person. Because when you once you flip that switch, then that other person's death is your responsibility. Yeah, yeah, but it's also like, in a way, it's like you were responsible for the death of five people because you did not take an action. You know. Right. Yeah. And see, that's where, like, people come where they're like, I won't flip the switch because I do not want to be responsible for the death of anyone. Like, you know, if you weren't there, this these five people were going to die. Yeah. Simple as that. But since you are but there, then, should you take action? But then with the organ problem, it shouldn't be your decision to take someone else's life for the betterment of more, or the, uh, so some more people can survive. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's tricky. Mm -hmm. Yeah, see, 
and like, in my mind, I'm like, yeah, I would flip the switch. But then I'm like, on the other hand, I'm like, no, I would not force someone to give up their organs to f- save five people, you know? Exactly. Hmm. But this I, brings up... Go yeah. ahead. Oh, I was just going to say that... Yeah, yeah, you're right. I would do the same as you. I'd flip the switch for the trolley, but I wouldn't take the guy's organs. Which is interesting, because fundamentally it's the same thing, right? Yeah. Because in both cases, you are letting five people die unless you take an action in which one person dies. Yeah. It's weird. It's almost like, I, I, yeah, I can't really explain it, I guess. Yeah. And but. even if you make it, like, instead of five people, like a hundred people, like, you're still going to flip the switch so the trolley hits the one guy, but there's no way, I still wouldn't kill the, the one guy to have him give his organs to other people. Yeah, but, but like, see, like, I feel like, for me, there's definitely, like, a number on it, you know? Like, if I had the ability to essentially sacrifice one person for, like, say, a thousand or a million people, I would say I'd probably do it, you know? Yeah. I I still wouldn't set, do it with the organs. Yeah? Why is that? Because... That's their decision, and I, I don't think it's right for me to take from one person to give what's theirs to to other people. But the trolley problem is the same, just what he has isn't his organs, it's just his circumstance. Oh, man, that's tricky. Yeah, it's, and I've been here, and of course it's not, it's a lot more complicated than that, but like, with um these new driving self-driving cars you know like they're being programmed to make like decisions about you know like there's a person on a road you know where they're not supposed to be and you're flying down in your automatic car and now your car has to make the decision to either hit the person or slow down and try to like um you're going to hit the person and kill them, or the car can decide to stop, drift, and throw you off a cliff. In turn, killing you, but not the person. It's, mm. it's a very extreme circumstance, you know? Right. But, like, how do you morally program these cars to make decisions that quite literally have other people in their life, like, can affect a person's life, you know? Right. And then who's responsible? Oh my, who's responsible? You know, is the driver responsible or is it the people who don't like program the car? It's I say it's it's people who program the car. Because you think? Yeah, because if they hadn't put them in a circumstance with their bad program that they would have to decide between saving their own life or killing someone else's like almost everybody is gonna save their own, own life. In that sense. Like, like if, if you saw someone in the middle of the road going down the highway and 
I mean, it's hard to try to set up a scenario in which this would, like, happen, you know? Yeah. You don't think you would, like, if you saw, like, a small child in the road, you wouldn't veer out of the way and possibly even jeopardize your own life. You would much rather slow down and hit the child and save your own, I guess. But This is a tough question. So let's say you're in, like, a one-lane, like, just one single-lane road, and mm-hmm. it's only that like it there there's no extra room on the side and it's empty on both sides and then there's like a thousand yard drop or whatever and then there's a child in the middle of the road and there's no way that if i know that i have a slight chance then maybe i'll veer but if if i knew that i had no chance at all of surviving i think i would Ooh, man I mean, I, it's I, hard, I, I want, especially when you throw in the child, you know, because it's like, I mean, I, I want to say that I wouldn't hit the kid. Yeah, because any yeah. morally good person would say, yeah, I would not hit the child, you know. Yeah. But like in the circumstance of a autonomous vehicle, how do you tell like what's the right way to program it? Does it protect the driver or does it protect the pedestrian? I mean, in the sense the pedestrian should be in the fault, you know, because these autonomous cars shouldn't be, you know, the Thomas cars aren't going to be driving down the sidewalk where there's people should be, you know, it's going to be like, it's going to be a by by the law, and these people that are essentially getting hit by these autonomous cars, I feel like they were somewhat in the wrong, right? Yeah, they deserve to die. Naturally. <laughs> I wouldn't say deserve to die, but. Just kidding. Just, just, yeah. yeah. That Man, is got dark fast, didn't it, John? Huh. Yeah. This reminds me of a. Uh, I, I was sitting next to my mom watching some, uh, some of that TV show House, about the, uh, the the doctor, Doctor House. Oh, and I it, think it, it's it's not like a re- reality, real life thing. It's like a. Yeah, I don't watch a lot of TV, John. But yeah, I know what you're talking about. So, uh, this, uh, the TV show, well, like, like the plot was this girl had a bunch of disease, or she had some disease. I think she actually had the plague, but she needed a <laughs> liver transplant, and she was going to break up with her girlfriend. But her girl, her girlfriend's liver was the only chance that he that she had to survive. Mm-hmm. So as you do in movies. Yeah, so she didn't break up with her girl girlfriend. Then, because she needed the liver, but it would also risk her girlfriend's life to give her part of her liver. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. And so I, I thought that was an interesting scenario. Like, what would I do in that situation? Like, if I, if my hypothetical girlfriend, if I was going to break up with her, but I needed part of her liver, even if it risked her life, what would I do? Ugh, that's a hard one. I mean, I mean, you're you're truly just an a hole, really. Yeah. You know, because, like this person that cares very deeply about you 
um, they are giving you one of their internal organs. And this, yeah, this reminds me, I was watching a, a podcast and they were talking about like organ donors and like stuff like, do you own your own organs? Yes. And it, it, actually, by law, you do not. Like they're kind of in this weird limbo. So there's this weird thing where it's like, say you like stored your blood in your fridge. All right. Yeah. And someone came and broke into your house and then stole this blood out of your fridge. Yeah. These people in court, this theft could not get charged for theft. All right. But they could get charged for other things like breaking and entering, of course. But like, by the law, they would not get charged for stealing anything. What the? How does that make yeah. any sense? It, it's weird because it's. And then there's this another this actual case that happened. So this husband, yeah, um, donated I believe one of his kidneys to his wife. All right. Okay. To find out two years later, she's cheating on him, and then they, or I can't quite remember if she's cheating on him. Anyhow, they got a divorce. So then this guy goes on and it's like, I want my kidney back. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Right. Like, that is my kidney. I would like it back. <laughs> <laughs> it was just like, <laughs> turned out he lost. No, you can't right. take back your kidney. I mean, like, that makes sense because it was like a transaction. Like, he, yeah. he gave her his kidney. Then it, now it's hers. Yeah. Well, it, it kind of, the whole reason why it's like you can't declare ownership of this stuff is so like stuff with like legality, you know, like I can't say I own my lung and then be an organ or like essentially die and then my family sells my lungs you know kind of thing i think it's weird stuff i think it's 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 out of your body or if it's part of your body you own it i I mean maybe i just don't understand the uh the the logic behind like the legal stuff but Mm -hmm. It just doesn't I'm kind of in the same boat, John. Like, I feel like it's necessary. And I was kind of understanding it while I listened to this podcast, but like, still, I was very like, so what you're saying is I do not own my internal organs. I can kind of understand, like, with blood, you know, you give blood, you don't, it's, I guess you can treat it as like a donation because then at that point, it's like, yeah, it's a donation. That's still you, give me something that's yours. You still own it. Yeah. Oh. I mean, maybe I'll I'll research what these people are thinking, but to me, it's it's like no question that that it's mine and, and that I own it. Yeah, I don't know. This whole thing's kind of pissing me off. Like, what the heck? <laughs> Some guy breaks into my house, steals my kidney, and then that's not theft. Like, I, I want to sue him for theft. Yeah. If you had your kidney in your fridge, yes, I feel like if he like you know shanked you. Ripped it out of your body, then packed it with ice. There could be other charges, you know. Well, but like, and stole my sandwich out of the fridge. That's okay. still theft. Yes, yes. In that regard, it would be theft. <laughs> but something about 
just human body parts, you can't declare ownership of it. It's it's very interesting. I'll send I'll send you the podcast and see what you think about it. I, it it kind of it, it opened my eyes. I wasn't sure what to think of it. Okay. So, yeah. Well, we're running kind of close here on time, John. So, um, should we do the uh, "Would you rather"? Would you rather? We don't really have much time to talk about it. But we could probably do one. Well, so, we, we can leave one to think about. Leave one to think about. All right, and then we'll talk about it next time. Sounds good. Sounds good. Uh, would All you right. your penis and butthole switch positions, or when you smile, you shart? Um, definitely the last one. When you smile, you shart. Yeah. Cause I'll just walk around with diaper on, or just never smile. Yep. What about you? Uh, I would switch positions. <laughs> really? Yeah, I mean, life yeah, without smiling. Some reason to block questions. We're going to talk about this next time. All right. All right good. See you around, John. Yeah. <laughs>